Hello and welcome to Walk the Pod, your daily walking show where I take my podcast for a walk because I don't have a dog. Take 10 minutes away from your desk this lunchtime, get away from the emails, walk in nature and pay attention to what's directly in front of you with me, Rachel Wheely, a human in the world trying to figure out how to be walking around a small park behind a large hospital in southwest London in the UK where there are three pups, all with separate owners, uh, frolicking in the leaves, rolling around in the mud and having a wonderful time. I have a, a voice note from the mothership to bring you, which is very, very exciting. On this, the sixth episode of series 32 of the podcast. And I'll be considering the four day week and whether we can have our own agenda at work as well as the one imposed on us by others. Welcome to Walk the Pod. Morning, Rach. Um, just hoping this will work okay. The wind doesn't seem too bad today. Quite chilly, but I'm hoping it won't actually interfere with this. Um, I just thought I'd say hello because I'm finally catching up with the new um, Series 32. I've just listened to um, the first three days, I think, maybe, um, and thought I'd send you a, a voice note on a few things you've mentioned, uh, one of which is the four-day week. And uh, the only thing I was going to say to you is that I manufactured a four-day week for myself towards the end of my career by working four long days instead, which... Um, Given that to cut, cut out the traffic, I could leave and be at work by seven or half seven. That suited me very well. And then I could leave at four. Um, and because I was managing the service, I was at work before any of my staff, which meant I could get through all the emails and all the admin before anybody came in. The minute they walked through the door, then, you know, they wanted this or that or to talk to me about something. So that worked well for me. <clears throat> and I think... Uh, more and more people are finding ways of, of doing that and it suits companies too because they've got people for a bit of a longer day either end um, so that was one thing and the other thing was yes I agree that creativity would be a good thing to talk about in all its forms as you know creativity has been part of my life forever and um, I absolutely love the fact that it allows me to completely absorb myself in something where all the other things in the world just disappear uh, whether that's in the garden which is one place where time just kind of stands still and you suddenly look and think gosh i've been out here for hours. um <clears throat> and also when i go into my studio which i've been doing a lot recently because i've been making jewelry for christmas um that's my happy place just close the door and nobody disturbs me in there apart from to bring me a cup of tea occasionally um, and it's lovely, yes. So I thoroughly uh, welcome that idea and uh, think it helps us all. As an occupational therapist, it was kind of the core of what I did. So, yeah, so that's all I wanted to say and uh, speak to you soon. Bye. Thank you, Mum. The mothership there, walking against a backdrop of the beautiful Malvern Hills. 
an occupational therapist throughout her career who put craft and creativity at the very core of everything that she did with hundreds of patients, mostly with uh, various types of Alzheimer's and uh, dementia. And very helpful those activities were for them and very helpful uh, I know the mothership finds creative activities, whether it be in the garden or in her silversmithing workshop, and you should definitely check out uh, her silver page on Instagram at Limited Edition Silver. So, uh, one thing I wanted to pick up on there was uh, something which Sonny Jim also spoke about uh, in his message on Friday which was talking about doing longer days. Now, I know that doing longer days is the only way to achieve a four-day work week at the moment, but what I want to say is that the uh, the four-day week trial that's happening in the UK and around the world at the moment is uh, radically different. It's saying, let's say that people need to cover 32 hours a week over four days, not 40 or 50 hours a week over four days. This isn't about working longer days. This is actually about... Uh, making a real shift in terms of how many hours people are expected to work to produce the same amount of creativity or productivity in their role. Now, if you're providing respite care to uh, carers of people with various types of dementia, as my mum was, you need to cover that service five days a week or maybe even seven days a week in order to um, provide that respite care. But if you do a job which is uh, more of a classic nine-to-five office job where you do finance or you do human resources or you do communications like I do, I would argue that you can actually squeeze all of your, uh, all of what you need to achieve in those kinds of roles into four days a week. Um, And there's not a real necessity to work five days in order to achieve that any more than there is a necessity to work six days in order to achieve that. Uh, What companies are going to have to do is employ more staff, perhaps, in order to uh, enable this to happen. But I think that companies are struggling to even fill posts at the moment. And what a four-day week would offer would be a more attractive package for individuals who want a better work-life balance. So I hope that that has clarified a bit about what I'm talking about. I am talking about a four-day week, but I'm talking about a four-day week in four normal length days, not a four day week in extended days so that you have to be in at seven and so on. Um, And I know that Sunny Jim and the Mothership were talking about uh, what they've managed to do right now with the current uh, working arrangements that most people have. And I salute you for managing to work all of that out for yourselves because it's not easy to get any kind of work-life balance at the moment with five days at at work a week expected. But I I feel like in the UK we're due a shift in a similar sort of way that we were due a shift when we all worked on Saturdays in the 19th century and sometimes even Sundays as well. We need to rethink how the workplace works in these post-pandemic times and I'm hoping that that will start to happen over the next five, six or seven years.
what can I see directly in front of me? Well, when I stepped out of the university in which I work in the hospital in southwest London, a raindrop fell on my face as soon as I got outside and I thought, oh no, and went back inside and picked up my raincoat and thought, I'm going to get rained on as I record this podcast episode, but nevertheless, I need the break away from my desk. So uh, perfectly happy to come out and record for you and, and delighted to do so as always. But blow me down if that wasn't the only raindrop that was planning to fall because I'm out here now on the most beautiful day in the world. Uh, Blue sky, very small white clouds, no rain to be seen anywhere, so I don't know what that was about. Uh, It definitely was a raindrop, but um, it has not precipitated, no pun intended, into any more rain. So... Uh, I'm delighted that I'm now walking around with the sunshine uh, shining full beam on my face as I walk around the park. It's rather lovely, this park, because it is situated in such a place that the midday sun uh, can get you right in the side of the head as you do your lunchtime stroll. Highly recommend it. Tooting Gardens, if you're in the southwest London area and want to check it out for a lunchtime walk. It's gorgeous out here today quite a lot of people around, lots of pups, lots of people on their lunch breaks, lots of people strolling. Quite unusual actually because uh, I'm used to fewer people this end of the year but I think it is because it's such a lovely day. So let me just cast around a bit and tell you what I can see. Uh, There's a pup over there by the gate. Having had a good old frolic in the park it's now being put back on a lead and walked out of the park back towards home wherever that may be. There's a small grove of trees in front of me which have lost most of their leaves and there's actually yellow leaves everywhere at the moment uh, which is rather lovely to scrunch through. Uh, There's another pup in the park in a a yellow and blue coat. I don't know whether that's a nod to the war in Ukraine or whether it's uh, just a yellow or blue coat. Can't tell you for sure. There's a few people sitting on benches, eating their lunches, having cigarettes making phone calls, doing admin, scrolling through Instagram, whatever people do on their lunch breaks. I'm just walking past a Pret Sawyer coffee cup on a, on a fence post here. Somebody over there having a packet of crisps and watching something on their phone, which they've pop- propped up on a fence post in a very remarkable style. Highly organised lunch break there. I'm going to get my lunch going to go and watch this episode of whatever it is oh maybe maybe they're watching wednesday are you watching wednesday potties it's really good highly recommend it you can get that on netflix i think i'm six episodes into a eight episode series so do check that out it's um it's dark but in a funny way and if you like the adams family in the 80s and 90s Uh, And if you didn't like the Adams Family in the 80s and 90s, what were you doing with yourself? Uh, Then you'll enjoy this modern uh, take, which is directed in part by Tim Burton. I can hear a little pup yapping away over there. I can't actually see it at the moment. I think it's a very small dog, though, by the amount of noise that it's making. And the sun now, it's quite low in the sky. It's behind a big bank of cloud which makes it slightly less bright in the park. But nevertheless, people are still strolling around in their big puffy coats, looking like they're really enjoying a lunch break stroll. I put something on the disco server uh, about a study that was done recently showing the effects of a walk on children's brains. 
Uh, and the fact that uh, the, the same person actually posted uh, another study which, which made the point that not taking breaks in the day is very bad for your brain. Sitting in back-to-back meetings is, is very conducive to high levels of stress because you can't process the topic on which you've just sat through a half-hour conversation about before you move on to a conversation about something else. And uh, without space to breathe, the, the, the brain becomes very stressed and, and creativity, of course negatively affected by stress so that's worth thinking about if you're booking meetings in yourself and i know not everybody has control of how long the meetings they have to sit in are but if you're meeting the, if you're sitting them yourself make them 25 minutes instead of 30 make them 55 minutes instead of an hour if they have to be longer there's really no need to make it half an hour or an hour at all uh, so do yourself a favor try and get yourself out of the back-to-back meetings thing have a meeting standing up. Hell, have a meeting on a walk. Invite a colleague to have a walk with you and uh, don't sit on a Zoom call. If you're in the same building, go on a little stroll outside. Uh, You might find it a more productive, more creative and happier meeting as a result. Thank you for walking with me, dear poddies. It's been a delight to stretch my legs with you this lunchtime. I realised I promised we were going to talk about having your own agenda at work and I didn't really address that directly. What I was thinking about was, uh, I've been sort of walking around today feeling in various ways in a weekend mood, not quite in a Monday mood yet, and thinking, am I, am I even showing up in the right way to work today? And then I grabbed my coat and my hat and my gloves at lunchtime and my little recording kit and I set off into the park and I thought well actually I may not be turning up at work today in the right way for work but I am turning up at work in the right way for me I have come here with everything I need for my for my day to do my job to record my podcast and to have a walk at lunchtime and that's more my agenda than the organization's agenda and perhaps that's the way it should be I think that's nothing to be nothing to feel guilty about I should feel a sense of triumph that I've come with more of my own agenda of the day for the day rather than the organization's agenda for the day I'm still doing my job I'm not bunking off but I am taking a lunch break uh, having a stretch looking after my body feeding myself properly hydrating uh, and that's perhaps uh, the most successful day of work I've ever had <laughs> so maybe I should feel more triumphant about that than I was earlier So if you have set out with your own agenda, more to the fore than your organisations today, give yourself a pat on the back. This has been the sixth episode of series 32 of Walk the Pod, the radical uh, podcast which tempts you away from your desk at lunchtime and invites you to have your own agenda more than the organisation you work for, uh, controversially. And and I wonder whether you'll join me in, uh, in baking in Uh, an hour's lunch break every single day into your work day in a way that nobody really does anymore. And we might even think about uh, progressing ourselves towards a four-day work week as well. Let's have more of the life in the work-life balance if we possibly can. Take care of your beautiful mind, yourselves and each other. And I'll be back with episode seven tomorrow. And don't forget to join the Lunchtime Walk Club if you want to, patreon.com forward slash Rachel Wheelie. Keep the podcast free for all the listeners 
and uh, and help me in my little mission to get everyone away from their desks at lunchtime. See you tomorrow.